Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. It's Lorianne, and I'm here with my co-host. Hello, everybody. This is Bailey, and, and so happy you guys are here. We just got back from a, a wild weekend in Tahoe. We had our retreat weekend, and it was so incredibly powerful. Cat from Crystal Rising was with us, and the transformations that happened that weekend, I'm I'm telling you that I thought that was, I always say this, but I feel like that was the most powerful retreat. We had so many women go through major life-changing transitions and really opening up and really, really leaving things in the forest there, like really digging some holes and leaving some trauma and some things that were not serving them in the forest we were digging holes literally in our minds yeah it was, it was wild it was so and it was so cool because all of the ladies and I feel like this happens within mm-hmm. every retreat but what I've noticed within this one is they all were so supportive of one another mm-hmm. and they all came with different things that they really kind of were curious about or or maybe wanted to to release or we're not really sure what they were getting into, but they mm-hmm. were so ready, ready. And and they left, I think, with a new sisterhood and new bond over the experience. So that was it was really cool to to be a part of that and to help cultivate that and hold the space. And Kat was there who would catch always such a joy and an honor mm-hmm. to have with us within these retreats. Um, Kat from Crystal Rising on Instagram you need to go follow her if you're not following her, but she's just such a pure and genuine soul. And I know that you feel the same way, but mm-hmm. we just feel so grateful to have her a part of this journey right now with us. Mm-hmm. It's the power of three. So it's like the Trinity, you know, and I, I love how we all um, really bring our all different gifts to the table, which is, and you just graduated from your um breath work practitioner which is you've now certified and it's and meditation coach it's just amazing yeah no and congratulations officially thank you (laughs) I mean I've kind of talked about it on here quite a bit but I'm yeah I used to really and I still do on some days but I I used to really be crippled by anxiety and and overthinking and not really having a lot of power Mm -hmm. over my mind and it was really affecting me in so many different areas of my life. And so to be able to, because these were tools that I really got introduced to during like my spiritual journey and through my yoga training and through different classes that I have went to. And so now to be able to be certified and have so much more, yeah, I guess tools and background within something that has changed me and changed mm-hmm. my life, it's just super exciting mm-hmm. and the other thing that I loved about Tahoe was that we had a lot of repeat people so a lot of people had gone to our one-day retreat um, and then we had Amy who 
brought her daughter to this one because she wanted to share it and her daughter said that she was amazed at the transformation her mom had gone through and all the personal growth that she'd seen her mom so she ended up bringing her daughter which I thought was really special and the other thing that we've been hearing a lot of is that a lot of our ladies are ready for an advanced retreat. So we will be doing an advanced retreat in Shasta. With, um, and it will be really, it'll be an advanced level. So if you've been to one of our other retreats and you're ready for the next level retreat, reach out to us because we are just in the process of planning that right now. And it will be spring of 2023. And which brings me to our next point, because Bailey and I are laughing in we get asked, well, when are your retreats? And we, we think all of you are like mind readers and you know where we're going to be at all times. And we even have to check our own calendar all the time. So um, so I'm going to go through a couple of them. Do you want me to share all of them or do you want to share some of them? No, you go for it. Okay. So Greece is October 16th of um, through the 21st. This will be our first trip to Greece and we're also going to be going... Um, we'll be in Crete and with Chania Crete, which is a little fishing town. And then we're going to be going to Santorini and taking a Jeep tour. We're doing all kinds of different things. We're not taking a Jeep to Santorini. We're actually going to be taking a boat ride to, to Santorini and then taking a Jeep tour all around Crete, which is the birthplace of Zeus. And so we're really excited about that. But that one is full. But we did want to put it out there because when we're over there, we're actually going to be exploring um, Barcelona and Spain. And so we'll be look look for some other retreats in Europe for next year, if any of you are interested in that. But um, Greece is full as of right now. We That one is full. Then we have Sayulita, which is the November 2nd through the 6th is full. But please know we added another one because we go, okay, this one is full and it filled up pretty quickly. So we have our goddess retreat November 11th through the 16th in an amazing villa that's that's just, we're so excited about the space. Bailey's super excited about the Shala. There's this gorgeous Shala. Oh my God, it's insane. I When I went up there, I was like, no freaking way. The, the whole place, there's a mm-hmm. cacao, um, Tesmacau little um, hut there which is also super beautiful the pool is saltwater pool and yeah it's an incredible location so that's super exciting we love Sayulita because it's very high vibrational magical space and that's where the turtle release will be as well so if you love turtles and um love being part of rescuing and being part of mother nature this is the sea turtle where they actually um protect the sea turtle eggs and it's really fascinating because they come back to the same beach that they were born on and lay their eggs. So we love being part of journeys and that's a magnificent journey in mother nature and we tie it all into our goddess retreat. So excited for that. That's November 11th through the 16th. So we just added that. So if you're interested in Sayulita, which is right outside of Puerto Vallarta in Mexico, um, please let us know. Then we have December 1st, through the 6th, we're going back to the magnificent, awe-inspiring waterfalls. The waterfall hike, and we swim in the pool. In Costa Rica. In Costa Rica. And we go on a hike through the jungle. Um, actually, we go to a jungle book hike. It's actually this really cool place with panoramic views. And then 
we take a boat ride through the mango groves with all of the monkeys and crocodiles and there's uh, macaws. We saw two sloths last time, a two-toed and a three-toed, which is super hard to see, but we have the best guide there. And then we have, if, if you want to stay local, we have Sedona in February 16th through the 20th, which is um, in here in Arizona. And the place that we're staying is literally a mansion. It is gorgeous. And, and I think we only have two spots for that one. Yeah, we're, we're very close to being full on the um, Sedona one. So if you're being called to go to Sedona, our, the place that we're staying is smack dab in the middle of the vortexes. And we have hiking right outside the door. We also have another Costa Rica one if you can't make the December 1st through the 6th, which is January 18th through the 23rd. And then remember the springtime we will be doing the Shasta Advanced Retreat. And then we have, fingers crossed, all things fall in alignment. We already have booked out for, we have a plate, a beautiful, gorgeous villa in Bali for May 2nd through the 7th. So if any of those are calling to you, please um, let us know because they do have a tendency to fill up. But back to what we were talking about, we really noticed... Um, a, and we've had this this thing that we talk about all the time. We were like, why aren't we talking about this on the podcast? And it's all about karmic contracts with people that um, are either in your family or you'll meet somebody along the way. It could be a friend or um, a love relationship or it could be maybe you're, there's a new baby that's born into your family. You're like, wow, that looks like somebody I know. Maybe that looks like my grandfather. You're going, how could that possibly happen? It could even be through animals. I mean, it yeah, could be through anything. Wild. There's all this, mm -hmm. this process that we're in is, is insane to me, you mm -hmm. know, but yeah, karmic relationships. Mm -hmm. And I talk about that a lot with, um, with my own one that I had with my mom and how you know, it was a very, it was, it was a, the perfect relationship to help me grow, which means it was, and it doesn't always have to be this way, everybody, but I want to say this, it was super challenging relationship. And there were quite a few times, because I really, really, really wanted to have um, a mom like my best friend, Mary Jo Milano. She had the best mom in the world. And I wanted a mom like that. So I was at their house all the time. I would spend New Year's Eve there um all I mean just as much time at their house because her mom was strict and loving and really watched over her daughters and I wanted to be there a lot because we didn't have a lot of that in my household so so you know it took quite a bit for me with my mom to um to really have finally say enough is enough and I'm done and that's what karmic relationships do. They either, like, I, but I also have one with my husband, with Chris. And when I met him, it was like, bam, I've known him forever. I felt like it was an immediate connection. And the stars aligned, and there he was. And we were together from that day forward, and I've never had that happen before. And we still feel like that, and we're coming up on our anniversary. Tomorrow is our anniversary. So we've been married since um, 2005. And we met in um, November of 2002. So, you know, it's really amazing to have a found my soulmate. And we, we swear, and I'm telling you, I could see this. We swear that we met in the times of nights. Like when I watched Braveheart, Bailey, 
and everybody else who's listening, I could, I could not watch that show more. And it affected me like for, I, for about two weeks. I was just so sad about his partner. You know, I can't even talk about it. I just seriously can't even talk about it. It still affects me, but it was just so, you know, that when you're in the movies and you're sitting next to somebody or you can hear a stranger crying, like, and you're going, oh my gosh, I wonder why she's crying like that. I was that person. It was me, you guys. I was the one who was had the gut crying, this naughty stuff, using the little napkin that they try to give you that's hardly even a napkin to blow my nose on. It was horrible. <laughs> Just gut-wrenching crying because it affected me so much. And it's and it's because I had I had cellular memory of of being being here in that time. And I and I know that my husband has saved me more than once. And he saved me again in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just think that, you know, what they they say right now, a lot of, whether it's astrologers or healers or people that work within the energetic field, um, they're saying that now more than ever, our, the people in this world are coming more and more into their, you could call it like soul families or karmic relationships or soul connections or but it's mainly like people that you've lived past lives with that had a huge impact with you in that past life or maybe or whatever it doesn't have to be a good relationship and it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad relationship but mostly they're they're here to teach you something or they're here to remind you of something or you guys kind of agreed to to kind of help each other along in the journey and then we get here and we forget yeah, we forget that, yeah. you know, and I've I've seen that because we when I was doing a reading um this past weekend up there for one of the ladies, um her dad came in, yeah. and I mean I'm not going to use any names because I always want to keep everybody's journeys um confidential, but uh, her dad came in and and he said when I was reading he said he was standing over her left shoulder and he said yeah I was a real asshole wasn't I, he said that, oh my god. There was this, my therapist was telling me, because my, I didn't even know that my therapist believed in past lives or like soul, um, I guess soul processes here or soul connections until we like, it was like a six months, seven months. And we'd kind of like talk about it and hint at it because I like, obviously my work, I do a lot of talking about that. And I also use it in my life and relate it to my life a lot. So yeah, she... As time went on, she started telling me more and more story, stories of past um, clients that she had. And there was this one little boy, and this is super interesting, because she said she does EDMR, um, which is kind of like a, it kind of gets into that subconscious layer of your is brain. It like tapping? It's kind of like tapping, but you're holding these two. Um, and I'm sure she does several different other techniques, but that's what she does with me. But you're holding these buzzers, and she'll pick a speed that resonates with you and then kind of have you close your eyes and start asking you open-ended questions and and really allow yourself to kind of yeah tap into a subconscious layer and so and our body holds so much our body stores so much so getting past that mind and really embodying and tapping in you can really discover a lot so anyways she had this little boy and I believe she said he was seven and he had severe anxiety, separation anxiety from his mom. Like she couldn't be in the other room 
like without him having a full on meltdown, panic attack, crying, like, and they didn't know where it came from, where it stemmed from. Um, he just had always kind of been like that. She started doing a lot of work with him and through her sessions and through the EDMR, she had him, he started, he started going into, I guess, this dream state um, and saying that he was a soldier. And mind you, again, he's seven years old and she was asking him what he was seeing and he was a soldier um, at war and he had, he was like describing his, what he looked like and his, he had apparently like this big gray beard and, and he knew what time it was. He says it feels like it's around this date and ended up being, um, he was on a pontoon boat with a bunch of his soldiers and he left on um, another boat, I guess, to go get supplies or services and when he left that pontoon boat got blown up and he lost all of his fellow oh soldiers my gosh no and wonder. they ended up kind of doing a little bit more um i guess discovery on it and kind of asking more questions and they were actually able to with his mom involved pinpoint this exact soldier during that time and pinpoint the pontoon boat that got blown up oh my gosh this is my therapist she's amazing she's amazing Mm -hmm. so and again I had no idea that she even has done that kind of work until later on working with her so it's just super interesting because it's all these things that I've really felt and I've believed in and I've had I think many karmic relationships, some like super, super powerful, like life-changing relationships and some that like, like Alina, who's mm-hmm. like my best friend of 10 years. And like your sister. She's my sister. Oh my gosh. But she, I believe was like my actual sister in a past life. But all these things that I believed in and then just getting confirmations throughout time after talking to people um, that it's like, yeah, this we we do i do really believe that we live many multiple past lives some more than others um and that our soul is kind of constantly coming back to this world to kind of learn more learn more and like for example i read charts like astrological charts and we have you could kind of see where your soul has been and what your soul's main um lesson is depending on where your chiron is the planet in your chart and like for example mine is in libra so chiron is your is the wounded healer yeah it's the wounded healer and so where's yours at libra so it's in relation balance oh well libra they're known for about they are the balancing um sign but they're also the main sign that represents relationships and I, when I look researched it, um, they were talking about a lot about how your main soul's purpose and what it really kind of is struggles with a lot of the time is giving yourself up for others and self-sacrificing ah. yourself. And like, and I've always had like an issue with that, you know, and it's mainly with men I've noticed, mm-hmm. you know, with, well, and with my friends, I'll always <laughs> bend over backwards for my friends if they really need me but it was just interesting because my therapist we were talking about that the other day and she said that to me she's like I feel like a lot of your soul's purpose here before I even told her that I knew how to read my chart she's like I feel like your soul's purpose here was to to always choose yourself 
you know, and not self-sacrifice. So it's just so interesting, you know, if you feel like you meet somebody and you keep getting pulled towards them or, or maybe it's like this huge, like they have a huge impact on you and on your soul. And it's like something that's hard for you to kind of energetically cut. They're probably a karmic relationship. Mm -hmm. That's such a great point and so powerful when you look at that and realize it. And I, I'm going to have to see where my Chiron is, too. I know. I would like to read your chart. Yeah, because Virgos, I know, um, they say that, I thought that Chiron was one of their their planets. But anyhow, um, that's has been hidden, and it's just starting to come back or something. Like, now they can see it in a, um, actually can see it in a telescope, a very high-powered telescope. But I wanted to, because to, what you just said brings us bring back to the point where I was sitting there with with my the person from the retreat and saw her father and mm-hmm. he actually said yeah I was such an asshole and he kind of laughed because they what he showed me is they had a karmic agreement for him to come here and to do that and then he tried he was had some issues and was trying to pull himself out of it but he just couldn't do it which was his karmic lesson mm-hmm. so he'll have to come back and do have a do-over because he didn't he didn't rise above his lesson that he needed to learn which was had something to do with addiction and for her they had an agreement on the other side for him for him to come here and just show her how strong she is and what how what a powerful mother she is because she has two very special daughters that she needed to be very strong for and it really came in here to to show her how to protect her circle and what kind of parent she wanted to be by contrast by him showing up mm-hmm. and showing her exactly what not to allow into her circle for her girls i just think it's so amazing it's so and i think it also kind of gives you a peace of mind oh my gosh whenever yeah. you realize and you're like and you kind of do a little bit of deeper digging on it and and look in and start to really get to know your soul it it gives you yeah peace of mind like even you say all the time with your mom and I've I've seen you say it before and people are kind of like like they're kind of taken aback but then they start to realize they get to flip that perspective too and and look at it differently but you always say your mom was one of your master teachers and she was probably the most vicious cruelest person to you in Mm -hmm. this lifetime but yeah. she, in a way, you got to decide from her if you're going like, to continue that same pattern. With my kids. With your kids. Or were you going, you know, to do the uncomfortable thing and the, the newer learning curve thing and, and choose different? And when I, and there was a lot of, um, there was some shame around not speaking to her for so long before she passed away, but... I ha- but it was like you have just like what you were just saying Bailey about choosing yourself you have to you everyone who's listening you cannot allow someone to keep mistreating you because then you're going to sign up for that again the next life and have the exact same thing happen until you learn the lesson because God or universe always says you know the high- love first love first then you because then you can do everything else that you came here to do and um when you throw yourself under a bus and let people drive their car over you in order to keep the relationship with them which i was doing that with my mom or other people do it in relationship you know what happens with that is that you have to come back and do it again and 
And then I would have been signing up for continuing the generational curses and the generational timelines for my family, which first I did it for my kids and then eventually I did it for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that also like when we say like choose yourself, like it has to come from a place also of compassion and Mm -hmm. love, like how my mom just said earlier that you know, the universe, God, your angels, your highest self, mm-hmm. uh, nature, whatever you believe in, the ultimate place that we should always come from is a place of love. With that being said, when you're choosing yourself, like making sure that it's not coming from a place of necessarily like overly selfishness, like just like being like, you know, I'm first, I'm first, but coming from a place of Hey, is this relationship, is this job, is this whatever, is it, is it an equal give and take? You know, it, like you can look at it, somebody said this to me before and it really stuck with me. Like as if we're all these beautiful fountains and whenever we're, we're communicating with each other or sharing energy and sharing experiences and are we being these fountains that are giving water to each other congruently and sure some days maybe somebody's overflowing more into yours and then you're a little bit less and then some days maybe it switches but ultimately that you're not being completely your fountain isn't dried out and sucked dry yeah and you're crawling into the relationship and one and having your guard up and having to protect yourself in order to be in relationship with somebody even if it's your even if it's your mom or your sister or an aunt or your best friend since high school, or somebody you've been married to, if you're walking on eggshells around somebody, either A, you should, you would be nice, or I hate this should word, but it would be nice if you could have a conversation with them. If it's not safe for you to have a conversation, because it will be, it would, you know, then you might just want to think about it and look at it. For me, I had a lot of conversations with my mom and we would just go round and round and it would just, and when alcohol is involved, it was just, you just, there was no coming to any sort of agreement because um, she was playing her part. She was doing what she needed to do because seriously, I would not have built Mama Bootcamp, my fitness business, Mama Bootcamp. I mean, just even think about the name. Mom. That is so yeah. I don't know why I never came. I know I know that you created it because you wanted a tribe. I needed a family. You needed a family. Mama Bootcamp. Isn't that, that wild? Ma- oh, my God. Life is so crazy. Yeah. Did you realize when you named it Mama Bootcamp that no. maybe subconsciously you're naming it that because? I did not realize it because um, I was still trying to have a relationship at that time with her. So crazy because your mom really like, you, you know, your sisters, no. you didn't. You had a hard relationship with and, mm-hmm. and your dad, but mainly it all stemmed. And I'm not, she didn't, again, it's not coming from a place of like, it's not like judgment. She didn't or, know or, but, yeah, but or even she, feeling, I, yeah, I released it. It's yeah. not like she came to me in that dream that I've talked about and we had a talk and she showed me herself in the garden and she showed me some. What I I describe as um, light workers or angels around her in this garden, and she was they were teaching her, and she said to me, she was I'm learning things here, and I'm so sorry. And then she put on, you know, the horse blinders that horses put on their heads when they're doing races, so they're not distracted. That would show them just one line of vision. 
so that she showed me herself wearing those blinders. She could only see down this long, dark tunnel. And she was looking behind her and she was showing me our family, our family ancestry, our family history, you know, like the DNA of what we've been perpetuating. And it was, you know, I, it's like she knows that it was time for it to end and she was proud of me. And it was such, so healing for me. And, and she did say to me before on our last thing is that I'd love to laugh with you one day. Like we would just mm-hmm. laugh at the, like, you know, she was, she played her part to the full and with me. Yeah. And it's I, so, yeah. it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that these relationships too, mm-hmm. ultimately, because like I said, we, I do really, and we had Professor P on couple podcasts ago and I really like Mm -hmm. how she explained it like she says you know we're up in wherever you believe that we are um before we agree to coming down into this planet and and we are kind of we know what we're getting into we know what we are signing up for we know what we're coming here to learn and then when we get down here we forget Mm -hmm. you know we forget a lot and so we're constantly having these people and these experiences and that are entering our lives to I think really create this awakening within us this remembering this consciousness shift and I think power is knowledge I always say that too and so whenever you get these these little hints or these these nudgings where you're like oh there's there's something meaningful here it's an opportunity for your soul to really progress and to Mm -hmm to find more liberation and to find more freedom it's 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 amazing it's like when we're all up there wherever we are and we're like hey um like with your with your dad and the children's dad all all three of my children have the same father and i think we had a karmic agreement to have um, these three children and i think that was our agreement and i feel i still feel like that i feel like my three children are my gift because um, I had a really hard time with my own family. You know, my, it was like, I always felt like, I, you know, with the Cinderella story, like I had the two sisters who were yeah. always, you know, they would sit at the table and they'd be, they would be, I'd be sitting with them. And I, I'm not sure if I talked about it on here before. So if I did, forgive me, but it was just so like, oh my gosh, it was like somebody splashed water on my face. Like, this is what I, I just realized what I had been sitting in my whole life is they're planning a trip together and I'm sitting there with them and they're not inviting me and I'm sitting there. I was like, oh my gosh, how rude. I mean, go do it. You know, it's like, and I would accept that behavior until I didn't, until I didn't accept it anymore. I was like, you know, I want people who want to be with me. I want to, and it was, that's deep wounding when your own family does that to you where you're so unworthy, you know, that, that was the lesson that I signed up for was to learn my worthiness Mm -hmm. that I didn't need to be with people who, who just, who didn't value me because I wasn't valuing myself. So I had to value myself, remove myself from the situation because it wasn't, I wasn't able to, um, get clarity with them because they were still, they were still in the storyline, which is great. I mean, it's just so when you look at it from that point of view and you really see the, um, why you're there in that family, you know, always feeling like I didn't belong, always feeling like I was not 
accepted or you know all of like that the black sheep oh like the, oh it totally was the black sheep and there's nothing there seriously is nothing black about me so like, <laughs> and it, I know, it's so interesting we us mm-hmm. like you me grizz mm-hmm. levi hunter we are so close we're mm-hmm. so close and we're so we mm-hmm. all have space and room to be ourselves and to be mm-hmm. seen and to be heard and to be mm-hmm. unconditionally loved Mm-hmm. So it's so funny that, you know, you came from such a brokenness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and created created this space for us to come in and really have this like crazy amount of support that I'm so mm-hmm. grateful for. And like, yeah, it's just so it's so beautiful, like mm-hmm. looking at it all, you know, and like mm-hmm. after kind of sitting back and how it's played out, even for you, like you've you always remind me that you know everything happens for a reason so wild because i would this i don't think not that you know not that i'm the only one who who made this all happen because i feel like if grizz wouldn't have brought in been such a rock who knows what would have happened i might not have been able to push through this because it was getting heavy you know it was getting to be a lot Mm -hmm. and then he came in and he was like i see you and I love you, all of you, all for all, all of you. Every, the pieces that you think aren't lovable, I love. The pieces that, you know, so it's like, so for me, that was just like, oh my gosh, that's just what I needed was a safe place to work from. And then it, it was able to really expand that light and, and go, wow, I can fly from here because I'm seen and I'm loved for all of me. Mm-hmm. You know? Like you didn't have to like be anything like, you're not or be afraid that like keeping it all together because you're you were you I think the second that you walked away from things that didn't value you or or made you feel less than or that you had to be something different the second you walked away and you're like you know what I'm a good person I have good intentions and I deserve unconditional love you created room for that unconditional love to come in exactly it's yeah Boy, that, thank God that's recorded. That was really good. We're getting super deep on this one. <laughs> that's awesome. But it's true. So I we want you guys to look around at your relationships and because I kept signing up for people who would who, who would reaffirm my unworthiness. Reaffirm mm-hmm. that I was not worthy of you know, being treated really well. And I would sign up. I had girlfriends who would, who would literally go and steal my boyfriend and make out with him in the parking lot. And I would be like, what's going on? You're my friend and you're my boyfriend and you guys are making out. Like, I don't think I deserve any of this, but I was signing up for it so I could get the lesson, which was I am worthy. So I don't need people like that in my life who would have such low standards and lack of integrity like why am I beating myself up with people Mm -hmm. do you see and I think that a lot of people also struggle with that because it's scary sometimes to go into the unknown Mm -hmm. it's scary to go into maybe like that feeling of loneliness because as humans we want to have community around us we want to have people around us even if that means it looks unhealthy Mm -hmm. and so Sometimes the universe is really going to make you uncomfortable and force you to step up and make the hard decision, even if it's painful and not mm-hmm. easy, to show that you're like, you really are ready for better. 
you're ready for more alignment, you're ready for more abundance, you're ready ready for more ease and flow. And Mm -hmm. if that means taking a step back and really showing up for yourself in order for that to come in, then that's what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like in my 25 years, I'm 26 in a month, but I feel like (laughs) in my 25 years on earth, I've gone through so many karmic relationships, Mm -hmm. so many crazy karmic relationships. And again, some way more powerful than others, but a lot of them kept forcing me to choose me over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. But also I have a Scorpio rising. So if anybody has a Scorpio rising out there, I'm going to tell you, and every person that I meet with a Scorpio rising, it's the same theme. You're in this like this lifetime of like constant transformation, like big, big transformations. Like Kat has the Scorpio rising, mm-hmm. and so does Natalie. Natalie, who I, we had on mm-hmm. the the podcast, one of my best friends that has went through like so many crazy spiritual awakenings, <laughs> and she's the atheist, and she's 25, and so. And no longer atheist. And no longer atheist. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just so life is, there is no accidents in life. I'm going to tell Mm. you that. Like everything is going exactly as it should be, as exactly as it's planned. Um, But just don't be afraid to listen. Mm-hmm. And, and and I wanted to also share with you is if you look so look around at all your relationships and so you know they say that like for the first two years a little baby is still kind of in that transition stage from past life to this life depending on how quickly they came back in and so so if they were they were like wow I just want to jump right back in you can kind of go oh and then there's I always find it so interesting to look at babies and some babies look like little old men or little old ladies. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. And then some babies look like babies, like the Gerber baby, you know, yeah. the, like the, you know, fluffy rosy cheeks and you're going, you look at them and you go, oh, wow, I think they just jumped right back in. And then they look at you and they, when they look at you with their eyes, it's like they pierce your soul and you're going, oh, you've been here a few times, haven't you? Let's see what you're coming here to do. We had somebody at the Tahoe retreat who she said to us, and it kind of, I noticed it clicked with her this time because we talk pretty openly about stuff and not like shoving it down your throat, but just kind of planting seeds. Mm -hmm. And she said to me in the kitchen at one point, she goes, my daughter, when she was like, just started talking, looked at me one day and said, yeah, I chose you, mom. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I chose you, mom. Kids, when they're younger, Mm -hmm. listen to them, Mm -hmm. you know, because they they're still in that stage of remembering, mm-hmm. you know? And I've heard that so many times, like kids being like, yeah, I, I chose you. Mm-hmm. So, so good. So, and also we want to say like, if you are feeling like you're, you have a relationship that you're, or like, it doesn't even have to be a relationship. It could be a habit. It could be a mindset. Um, but it's something that's like a consistent tie to you and like mm-hmm. an energy leak and an energy drain, but you're having a hard time letting it go, we would suggest you could do cord cutting. Um, we did a cord cutting ceremony um, this past weekend, and they're, they are super powerful. Yeah, I would suggest um, really like in your meditations, doing the energetic hoodie, which we've talked about on here, and washing yourself clean, and mm-hmm. like 
putting on that energetic hoodie and, and coming to affirmations as like, I am sovereign or I'm calling back my own energy or I release this contract. I mean, just really becoming intentional. Yeah, I release this contract is yeah. really powerful because it is a karmic contract. Yeah, and mm-hmm. just becoming really intentional around it. And then also at the same time, while you're if you're choosing to release a contract and, and letting it go and letting it be what it needs to be, um, just be gentle to yourself mm-hmm. in that time and know that it's not going to happen overnight. And mm-hmm. and it might still be tied to you for like, who knows? There's no a wrong or right amount of time. But again, just becoming intentional and, and doing it for you and choosing it for you and, and choosing it for the other person as well. Mm-hmm. Releasing them as well. Yeah. Is important. Yeah. It's so funny because I sometimes I waited. I felt like I know there's everything's divine timing. Sometimes I waited too long. So it was, I think, by the time that I finally cut the cord and released released the, the um, relationship, I really feel like I waited just a little, like I wanted to make sure. So I made sure, made sure, made sure before I was like, before I said, hey, I'll see you. I'll see you in the next life or I'll see you on the other side because it's just like I wanted to be sure when I released them that I was done. Yeah. So I waited maybe just a tad too long. Yeah. Maybe a couple of years too long sometimes. No, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. So we hope that this resonates with you. Just to let look around you. You can go, gosh, if you go, gosh, I feel like I've known her forever or I've, or she, you know, this person feels familiar to me when you meet them at first and you feel at, like you're at home or you meet somebody and you're going, why are we struggling so much? Or maybe you're married to somebody and you're going, why are we struggling so much? Well, you might have chose to come into this lifetime to learn um, some things because it's all about loving and learning and growing really honestly and be kind to each other in the process. It doesn't it doesn't, I've learned that it doesn't have to be hard. Mm-hmm. It can be grace, ease, and flow. Yeah. Depending on how tight you hold on. Mm-hmm. So we love you. Is there anything else you want to share, Bailey? Or is that? No, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Oh, good. Well, <laughs> we, we love you so much. We have a couple of interviews with some fascinating um, women coming up. So we'll share that with you. And um, we have our big one-day retreat coming up, not this Sunday, but July 31st. So if you're in the local area or if you want to fly in, we do have a, a, quite a few people flying in, in, including our sound bath healer, Rosie. She comes in on the 25th. And um, so it's July 31st in Roseville. Let us know if you want to join us. It's going to be amazing. I think we have like 30 raffle prizes yeah it's wild yeah lunch sound you're local healing. you definitely definitely need to make an appearance yeah it's maybe a life-changing day and just full of god i can't i know so many people say this and it's so magical but you know a lot of the women that walk in lead so different mm-hmm. even at the one day no yeah even at the one day so in the meantime we're sending you all the love all the love and we hope that some of this resonates but really just take what take what you want and leave the rest our opinion is just our own experience just like yours is your own experience and we honor that yeah you could we always say too like it's like a buffet you gotta take what you like (laughs) and then 
leave whatever you don't want on the plate. Mm-hmm. So I'll take the potatoes. Okay. I'll take the dessert. <laughs> Sending you love. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys.